0: we are the plan
1: if you're waiting for others to do the work for you you're gonna be waiting a long time
0: we are conservative daily
1: hey welcome back to another episode of conservative daily we uh today is going to be fire i think if i can figure this out what do you need what do you need brother man I, i don't know why i'm not hearing myself but maybe uh no, I'm number one. I'm number one. Okay, there we go. Sorry. There it was just go. my fault. I should have checked it beforehand. Check, check. You know, we've we've had a fiery couple days since they decided to steal an election over the course of a week, and we know that they have trouble counting in Arizona, and we just found out that in Arizona, they have instituted common, they were the first state to institute common core math, uh, so we believe that that's why they can't count. Um, along with the fact that there's election fraud. So we're going to talk about Trump's speech today. We're going to talk about what's happening in Brazil. We're also going to talk about um, a, lo- a lot of things related to why other people are standing up and what we plan to do to work the problem. We are no longer going to wait for others to do the work for us. Hopium is not the answer. Uh, Join with us today is someone we always love, um, Brian Lupo, cancon Welcome to the show.
2: What's up, gentlemen?
1: Yo. You know what's up? I'm gonna I am know you what's up. What's up? The people are up. They're waking up. And I think they're saying it very clearly. We've had enough. We put out a video that um, uh, Pete Santilli and myself and John Tig tigan for those of you that have not seen it, you need to go back and watch it, John Tigan was the one that sat on the roof for 13 hours defending the Americans only to find out that it was orchestrated by American counterparts that wanted there to be mass casualties. Had it not been for this group that made a decision to go and protect those Americans, every single one of those Americans would be dead today and they would have created some sort of story um, that really is just, just shows you how bad the apparatus is. They're willing to sacrifice and use the people in our In our country as tools so brian what do you got you have a lot going on you have stuff in virginia you have stuff that you want to break that's that's not mainstream i'm going to give you the floor go to it
2: yeah so uh you know i broke the story over the weekend about the dallas county poll pads that were miscounting votes Uh, i've now been fact checked by lead stories and dallas counties their own government website and i still stand by my report that there were malfunctions with poll pads even their own you know, fact checks that they put out, we debunk with you know, witnesses, the people that were there on the ground. And uh, I've been talking with the people in Dallas for a long, uh, a few days now, a lot of the witnesses that were there at the poll pads witnessing this and, and they're, they're, they're infuriated with their own government now because their own government is calling them liars because what they saw, they saw. And Dallas County is out there saying that what they saw is not true, it's not real, it's, it's, it's you know whatever they wanna say. Um, they're ragging on them now. Another story, and guys, you guys are getting this breaking because I have not covered this yet. I'm actually going to write uh, write something up on this for Gateway Pundit as soon as I'm done here. But we have the same issue in Virginia as well now. Now it's it's it, well, it's not the same exact issue. It's a similar issue. So there's a an organization in Virginia called the Epic E P E C, and they have a website digitalpollwatchers.org, and they found using data from the Secretary of State's office, the daily absentee list, the DAL in Virginia, that 23% of the in-person early voting took place outside of polling hours. How does that happen? 23. Say, say that one more time. 23% of in-person voters in Virginia in the 2022 midterm election... Took, v- checked in outside of voting hours. They have ballot. an official timestamp that they keep. They keep a, an official timestamp of of the ballot receipt dates. All right, twenty three percent of them. You ready for the number? One hundred and twenty six thousand voters checked in outside of the normal polling times. Now they. They took these polling times and they changed them to make sure that, you know, it didn't account for polls that stayed open longer, polls that opened earlier, all that stuff. And no matter what they did, the numbers were disgustingly skewed. I think expanding voting hours from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., which is insane, was still showing up as like 23 percent, not 23.12. Wow. It's insane. Now, you want to you want to really have your mind blown?
1: Do, do we or have no, information do you have some stuff that we can show show people this yeah yeah
2: apollo, apollo should have uh I, I sent it to him in, in signal yeah let, let's,
1: uh, let's have you drive on this and and be able to see this stuff while uh, we're talking
2: about oh it. i got it you sent it in the other chat i got it yeah so the, the the crazy part about this is using that same data set for the 2020 election do you want to know what those numbers were how many how much you're, dude, you're going to be so mad when I tell you. 70%. Oh, oh come on.
0: No way. In 2020? Dude, I, I, come on.
2: I, I've i been sitting on this for several days now. I talked to the individual. I'm talking to him again tonight. He is uh, a data-driven guy. All of his data comes straight from the Secretary of State's office in Virginia. There could be an explanation because we're talking about timestamps. So they could say, you know, like they said in... What they, the excuse they gave us in Dallas for the poll pads was that they upload at the end of the day, okay? They, they they which makes no sense because the women that were working the polls there said we wrote down the voters on a personal ledger as well as checking them in, and they matched until the numbers started skyrocketing. Here's my article. This is this is my fact checking article. Until the until the very end of the day when they started changing the uh, the numbers, the poll ledger that they wrote down matched what the poll book was showing. And so, you know, that that means it was correct in Dallas. Now, moving on to Virginia and the story that we're telling out of Virginia, there could be an explanation for this, but don't, if if there is an explanation, if they upload at the end of the day or whatever it may be, don't put timestamps on something because all you do is create chaos by doing that. If you put an official timestamp, the ballot was received at this day, this time, all the way down to the second, and we're we're assuming that's an official record, right? Right. Right. Right.
1: So 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 they, they fact-checked you on something that was that was I mean there's there's witnesses to this. There's witnesses that supplied the yes. video oh, yeah. of this. Yep. And and In they're my- still doubling down and lead stories is continuing to fact-check you on it. I think that's the definition of defamation, isn't it?
2: I uh, you know I'm I'm, I'm looking look Fact lead stories is very specific in how they fact check. They only cite ESNS and the Secretary of State in Texas and Dallas County. They don't cite. So
1: they're defrauding people too. They're committing fraud.
2: I believe. I believe that Dallas County has committed libel. uh, Now that they're aware of the witness testimony regarding this and the fact that they did. you know make these hand ledgers that they say on their own website they say even if the poll books were off we have the hand ledgers well you have the hand ledgers and they don't add up so uh,
1: okay so uh, i need Virginia, to, go ahead
2: let me let me let me kind of expand on this a little bit so virginia's interesting because we have the 2020 and 2021 data and and we have this same anomaly where the the voter check-ins the early check-ins are showing in as and this is using poll, poll poll pad data the early check-ins ballot receipt dates are showing as you know after hours so what happens if this anomaly that occurred in Dallas didn't happen in the middle of voting and happened after the hour after hours would they have caught that or would it have been inserted and only caught by somebody like the gentleman in Virginia that found this data and went through this data, how would it have gotten caught? And so, you know, this is w- this was a very unique election because we did have daylight savings time right before the election. So did that influence the the poll pad, the, the, the programming in the poll pad in any way that instead of occurring at 745 when they're running on the backup battery? You know, when you put these poll pads back in their box, they still can run. They have a backup battery that will run for days in, in standby mode. And so if they're remotely accessed, which we know they have Internet access, if they're remotely accessed, can anybody manipulate them after the polls are closed? And that's what the data in Virginia is kind of looking like. It's kind of looking like maybe there's some form of manipulation that can take place later on in the evening.
1: So so we we, sorry, I'm trying to fix something while we're while we're talking about this. We forgot to send it out. to.
0: No, I sent it to the wrong one.
1: All right, so I sent uh, it to you
0: in a message.
1: It's it's out there now. Um, sorry, I was getting phone calls. Like people are literally blowing up my phone. Like, are you not going live? We're not going live, and they rely on. <laughs> and I'm looking all around while we're sitting here talking, and I go, "We're live," and they're, "No, you're not." I, I don't have the message on Telegram, and I go, "Geez, just go to Rumble or go to Conservative Taylor or go to Frank's Beach."
0: Yeah, that's for anyone listening. That was my bad. I put it on. Uh, it's on all the platforms, but I. <laughs> For some reason, the message to you came up first, so I didn't realize I sent it there and not on the channel. So you sent
1: it to me to know that I was going to be on this morning? That you were going to be on Thanks, Joe, for being on. I appreciate you for being on the show today. (laughs) Hey, Joe, you're going to be on the show live today. Go watch us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So crisis averted, everyone. And I'm sorry, Brian, that I was trying to do two things at once. I'm not very good at it. We know that the election fraud occurs in the machines, we know that the gas for those machines is the mail-in ballots and also the ability to create chaos at the polling station. So they can do things like manipulate votes, pull votes out, replace votes. And as long as you have a interconnection between Runbeck, uh, Stellar, uh, Cathedral Printing, any of those companies, they're going to be able to fill the gap and either predetermine or preload ballots because they're, they're, the ballots are, are brought to a place, right? So there's nothing to say that some some person connected to this doesn't bring a batch of ballots in acting as if they came from a precinct, right? Right. So we solved this so easily. Man, I could just tell you how easy it is to solve. Are you ready? I'm going to just let me help you. And by the way, if if they want to get rid of election fraud... If they want free and flair elections, they want people to go back to the, what they were doing and just accept the fact that the country and everything just sucks and it just happens to be a coincidence it's 49.5 to 50 point or uh, 50.5. If you want people to accept that, then make it so it's transparent, correct? All right. Mail-in ballots, gone. <sighs> Get rid of them. I, I will even relent and let you keep the machines, mm, but they can't be Dominion. The machines, meaning just a machine that will count the votes. That's it. Votes come in, it counts, the tallies the votes. You have a hand count right next to it. You're done at the precinct level. That means that the average person will have to count 2,500 to 3,000. Sorry, at the the largest, 2,500 to 3,000. Right? Am I right? Am I right? Okay. Democrat, Republican, Independent, have two of those groups, six people counting. Make sure they didn't go common core math. They they count the ballots. They put it in the machine. We know that shoots up to the system and says, here's the ballots came out of every precinct. We make it transparent. You have to have an ID to vote. You got to vote in person. Well, I'll even relent and let you have early voting for four or five days before. Why? Because I really don't care. If you have an ID? And, and am I going to catch all the fraud, Brian? No. No. But when I eliminate enough of the fraud that the will of the people – 90% of the time will be heard. Okay? It will be heard. Ballots are then secured, taken to another location. There's an audit of those ballots. It's done by hand. Simple. And guess what? It'll happen on election night. Do you know what used to happen decades ago, what I just said? Yep, we
2: knew on election night.
1: And <laughs> and the precincts have gotten smaller the mail-in ballots have created this chaos. Chaos favors the operation; does not favor the people. Chaos favors the op. That's why the CIA and the FBI and the government creates chaos. That's why they do this misdirection. And what I'm saying is, set aside the misdirection and force their hand. I was on a call last night, and they said we don't. They're not going to go away from the machines. They're, you're just wasting your time. And I hung up on the call. I was on this call with a bunch of people from around the country. And this guy acted like he's from Virginia. He's the authority. Well, I have it on my authority that they're not going to go away from electronic voting. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what they say. What I care about is the will of the people. When did some little group over there become the will of the people? Unless we are slaves. And then just tell us we're slaves so we can just get to the Revolutionary War. Let's just do that. We're slaves. We're slaves. Well, let's go
2: to the corporatocracy. That's that's who runs us. It's not a, it's not our own government. It's the corporatocracy. I mean, the the involvement, the the the, the intermingling of government with these mega corporations, that's what runs us.
1: Okay. I, it's a,
2: it's a black pill, but it is what it is.
1: And look, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. But I but I look at this, I will apologize for cussing. I said the S word. I shouldn't have said that word. Okay. I want to apologize cuz I know I, I hurt some people's feelings. Sorry, I don't mean to do it. I don't do it very often, okay? I felt bad. There you go. That's, that's the extent of my guilt, by the way. I just want you to know it extends just to words like that. Somebody just said, Joe, watch your mouth. So I had to apologize. So, Brian, has there been a place that we haven't gone to, that we haven't uncovered, that we haven't found major fraud, that they haven't said nothing to see here? Anywhere.
2: France, <laughs> paper ballots. <laughs> well, I, I I got nothing for you, man. There there's literally not a single place that I can think of that there hasn't been fraud in some form or fashion. Even down here in the in the in the the, the state of Florida, that is often put on a pedestal. We have major issues down here with our voter rolls. You know, Seth Keschel uncovered it. DefendFlorida.org has uncovered uh, uncovered it. Uh, Phantom voters. You know, uh, I I have a friend down here in Broward County, uh, Chris Nelson, who got uh, ballots from uh, his girlfriend, got ballots from the Democratic Party. She's a Republican mail in ballots mailed to her. And and, and she's a Republican.
1: Okay, so I want to I want to put this out there if I can, because I think it's important. I think it's important that we look at, at the reality of what we're dealing with. Brian. Is there widespread fraud across the country in our election systems? hundred percent. Is there not just a small amount of evidence, but massive amounts of evidence across the country to support that claim?
2: Unbelievable amounts of evidence.
1: Okay. Are, Are you making this up? Nope. Did you serve this country? I did. Were you willing to die for this country?
2: Absolutely. Still am.
1: Brian, did you wake up one day and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go make a living creating false information. Nope. Did you wake up every day thinking the same thing? I may have to die for my country.
2: Uh, it crosses my mind from time to time.
1: And I don't mean, by the way, going to war where you have to pick up a gun and walk out there. You were just a threat. Crosses my mind, unfortunately. I, I say this because... They say because we're willing to defend our nation and people that are that we don't even know. I mean, we're standing up for people in our country that we don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I know all my neighbors, but I know most people don't. You're not just doing it for you, are you? I mean, this isn't like this is a golden ticket for you.
2: No, it's our posterity. It's 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 the future of, of of our traditions and our way of life and the American values that we have upheld for two hundred plus years. And they're just dwindling to nothing. I have to tell you, I'm tired of waiting for the courts
1: to do something and this hopium. Did you see the, obviously you saw the letter. I did. But the letter basically said very clearly that we get a new election or we shut it down. Yep. I There's- talked
2: about it I talked about it briefly yesterday. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. I, go ahead. It's, it's, you no, know, it's your thing. I'd love to hear it from 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 you because I I was only able to you know kind of interpret. I listened to a lot of the the podcast with you the with you and Pete and and take the other day. Um, I listened to 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 a lot of it, but I, I I mean to hear your insight into this is you have an incredible plan. So,
1: well, we we were getting together with people in a room, and you know I would have invited you out to to that room, but. Um, actually, I don't have any reason why I didn't, I mean, I was going to, and then I just didn't because there was just so much going on. And, and frankly, I knew you'd be in anyway. So I knew that if I said, Hey, this is what we're doing. We thought this out. We see these are the risks. These are the benefits, you know, that, that you would go. All right, well, uh, okay, I'm in. And so we sat down and talked about this plan and the plan was how do we act outside of the box? See, they box us into this box and they say, you have to operate in here. If you don't like it, you have to go get an injunction. If you don't like it, you have to take it to court. We take it to court. Court goes no standing. It's mute. It's past the point. They, they stall it. They do things on their side never once, except for the Antrim judge in Michigan, did we ever get an opportunity to look deeper into the, the box. Right? Right. And so I started the conversation with everyone with think outside the box think outside the suffrage box think outside the how long are you willing to withstand what they're doing and what are the how do we elevate the consequences how do we make sure that we don't we can do so peacefully but that we finally get to a place and and there are examples around the world and in history that show people standing in a place of interposition between those that would do harm which are these evil people the 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 cabal i like to call it of the radical left and the establishment rhinos to stand between them and the people. It's going to take some sacrifice. And then how do we create ROEs? So we set down ROEs must be peaceful. We must self-police. We even said that, Hey, listen, if you, if somebody incites violence or creates violence, uh, zip tie them and take them to the FBI building, right. And drop them off because their car is probably in the employee parking underneath. And, 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 say we get a free and fair election or we shut it down. We now have truckers, bikers, gang members. And you'd say, come on, Joe, gangs, gangs want a free (laughs) They want a, they want an evil equal playing ground as well. There are gangs in Arizona, Brian gangs in Arizona that are like, we hate these radicals. We hate the grooming of our children. And they have kids, a lot of them with a lot of different women. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that, that, that's such a great point. Like there are neighborhoods, like you go to some of these ghettos and if it wasn't for the gangs now, the, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the gangs are a good thing, but yeah. if it wasn't for the gangs, the chaos would be escalated by a, a thousand. The gangs right. keep order in some of these places. Absolutely. And, and, and they know that, that, that they're, they're downtrodden and they're be, beholden to this lower life because of the politics in their area. And because they're being fed, and and that's the thing is they're perpetuating a cycle. So uh, yeah, I you know I, I I'm not shocked that the gangs get involved in this.
1: Well, and we we talked about ROE, and I'm not the one having a conversation with them, but you know there there's people that are that are. In, in a, I know there's some comments yesterday and some comments today. There are people that have said I'm going to my hood and I'm going to make sure that they show up. I'm going to my hood, and I just said, listen, we just have to have rules. We we got to have we got to have a moratorium and treat each other shoulder to shoulder. You you won't even realize how the guy that down the street that's a doctor that's going to show up to shut it down is the same as the guy that is is a gang member, right? That I don't know what they do for a living, but you know obviously they're a part of this group. Because by the way, there are professional gang members. Just so, just so you guys all understand how this works, because I know you don't know. But at sixteen, I figured it out really quick. It wasn't just the guys walking on the street knocking a, a dime bag. No, no, no! It was—it's much bigger. It's a much bigger organization. So, but they'll find that they're the same. They love their children. They love their country. And it's—it's it's like the—it's like your brother, right? You can beat the crap out of your brother. You can get in a fight with him, but nobody else can. <laughs> Somebody comes and attacks your brother. All of a sudden, it's wait, what? Well, I thought you were fighting with him. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> That's my brother right
2: well it's thicker than water
1: <sighs> uh, hubs is in a club okay good good your hubs in the club make reach out to me Apollo at we haven we have him reach out to and by the way if any of you guys know of a group in Arizona that's not already a part of this we are setting up a page we get that set up yet it'll be up later. All right. We're going to do a special later on today. If you're a part of a group, small or big, a family group, a home group, whatever it is, you'll be able to, you can right now send an email to Apollo at dot dailycom We'll even take the FBI. So if the FBI wants to show up, we'd love to hogtie a couple of FBI agents that are trying to incite violence. Uh, don't worry. We'll video it. So we make sure that they understand that we were, we were saving the public from you radicals. Um, you can send an email to Apollo at dot dailycom Now listen, this is a this is a nonviolent deal. We've gave them the rules. Give us a free and fair election, in-person voting. The the date is is December 6th. You give us a free and fair election, we go and we vote and then we accept the vote as it is, regardless of the outcome. You can call on every democrat in the world to vote. Call on them to vote. We want everyone to vote, don't we, Brian? Everyone that's legally allowed to. Everyone's legally allowed to vote. And then we'll accept the outcome. But we will, we will count the ballots at a precinct level. It'll happen that day. The results will be released to the people of Arizona. And by the way, if you're out there trying to war game against this, we've war gamed against your war game. She, we, real, we, we already know what you're going to try and do. And frankly, we don't care. And I say we because it's not me. It's not me. It's a lot of people. And it's not Carrie Lake. And it's not Mark Fincham. Now, we've told them what we're going to do. We have. Did we not, Apollo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. And we, we talked to people who are influencers across the country. We identified a couple of people that I would say are absolutely 100% controlled opposition who told me to let the court sort it out. Brian, should we let the court sort it out?
2: Courts ain't going to do jack or crap they're absolutely worthless. It's, it's such a joke how bad it's gotten.
0: Well, and we're talking about this too. You know, I'm sure that there are, you know, we've had some trolls, whatever. Uh, but you guys, there, there are no remedies left to us available to we the people at this point, unless some, someone, some massive thing happens from Arizona or whatever. There is nothing left to us, but to stand up and, peacefully show force that they cannot ignore what are they doing in brazil right now what are they doing in mexico right now what is going on in germany we are like america is literally the last like idiot Wait. not to get in the fight
1: hit the share button guys you got to hit the share button yeah hey brian have you heard of ghost ghost what you a guy mean named ghost? ghost a guy named ghost no. have you apollo
0: I don't know if this is a code.
1: I think it's a code. I think it's code. I may have heard of ghost. <laughs> okay. I, we, we need to talk offline. And uh, I was watching a podcast for Nino Rodriguez. And uh, some of the things that came out of that were telling that, that said, and, and this, is, this is what I believe. And, and Brian, I want to know what you think about this, honestly. And even if you think that I'm a big old dummy, I want to know you like, Joe, you're a big old dummy. I think authenticity has to happen. It doesn't matter what Trump does. I'm loyal to the end, so I will never betray President Trump. I will never betray, I want everybody to understand. I, I am disappointed in what happened last night in the speech that he gave. I'm disappointed because it was the same thing, and I believe that he should have been more strong in what happened in Arizona. I didn't write a speech. I didn't do any of the the work on that. I will never betray. I will never bend to the loyalty that I have for a man that's given up so much for people that he doesn't even know. But I'm done relying on somebody else to get us done. I think the only thing that we can do is rely on us, we the people. And when Mitch McConnell gets up there, not Mitch McConnell, what is it? Uh, Chuck Schumer gets up there and says, the silent majority has truly spoken (laughs) <laughs> and and when he does that, he he ignites a fire in me that you, you cannot put out. Even in death, you can't put it out because someone else will pick up that torch. So I want you to know that I'm going to Arizona, and I think Arizona will turn into Mexico, and I think that Arizona will turn into Colorado, Colorado will turn into Arizona, which will turn into Michigan. And I'm having conversations with people in different states that said, Joe, this is a blend. This is a blend of the trucker convoy. It's a blend of that. And by the way, show up and try to shut it down. But I'm, I'm asking for a million people to come to Arizona, to descend on Arizona. I'm not talking about 30,000 or 40,000. I'm talking about quietly in the middle of nowhere, them not even understanding where it came from. I'm talking about Occupy movement, which is the one thing that the left actually probably did that I thought was ineffective combined with the trucker movement, combined with shut it the F down. Shut it down! And you don't get anything back. It's not a... You don't get anything back. You get nothing back until we get a free and fair election under our terms as we the people. And then it goes from city
2: to city to city to city.
1: That's my thought. Go ahead, Brian. Tell me if I'm wrong.
2: I've been saying this for... A long time. Uh, the only remedy that they're leaving us is that remedy of of if they're going to refuse to hear us, they're going to refuse to give us the opportunity to present a case, give us the opportunity to present evidence and show evidence. They're going to allow social media to censor us from showing evidence and, 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 and promulgating that to the American people actively, actively. The federal government in active contracts with nonprofits to censor the American public, I I don't see what choice you have. Not only have they just gone and, and, and kind of turned a blind eye to it, they're now actively participating in it. And that is where the line is drawn. And I've been saying for a long time that when it gets to that point, that's the point where we the people have to say, okay, you wanna play hardball? Let's play hardball, I'm done. Claim my 10 dependents, I'm done. At the end of the year when you give me my bill, Get them 87,000 IRS agents, and let's play ball.
1: This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. Well, isn't that really what the country is founded
2: on? Yeah, it's in the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. I, you know, speaking of Professor Clements, when I spoke with him in, in Pennsylvania about a year ago now, I read that, and a lot of people don't know that. You know, they know they know uh, we hold these truths to be self evident. Uh, or that, that, well, excuse me, that's not the, the the preamble. But if if you go on, it talks about the usurpation and getting kicked and kicked and kicked, and finally. The average person getting kicked so many times that they just can't take it anymore and they rise up it's literally in the preamble of the declaration of independence and we're at that point now where we're getting kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked and we're not even getting a chance to to redress our grievances
1: so then what is the what is the answer if we didn't do this what would be the answer No comment. <laughs> I'm, I'm working the problem. I'm working the problem, right? You, you're doing the math in your head, right? I mean, you doing the math in your head. Absolutely. hundred percent. What, what, what's, the, what's the math of the people listening? I mean, there, there was 480,000 people that have watched that video so far, and it's been two days. 480,000. If you haven't seen it yet, Apollo, please put it in the comments. This is the video where uh, Pete Santilli, myself, and Tig, John Tig Tigan, who, by the way, is organizing veterans from around the nation. If you're a veteran, you should be calling your veteran groups. You should be telling them that hey, we're going to do this. 480,000, 400, 490,000, excuse me. People have watched this in in multiple formats. They have shared it, they have reshared it, they have pulled it out, taken pieces of it, cut clips, done It's out there. And we're we're basically saying that we the people. And by the way, this is not illegal. It is not it is not sedition. It is not insidious it is not violent it is none of those things so if anyone says it's any of those things or it could lead to a january 6th they are trying to get you to not do what we need to do and this is not like january 6th where you're walking on federal property we are in a state we are in the state of arizona where the people of arizona have the ability and have the right to have complete autonomy of their elections the feds don't play a part in that the feds are not a part of that process. It is not a constitutional right that they have to interfere in that process. Yet we see it time and time again that they are interfering in that process.
2: Am I right? Absolutely. 100% right.
1: So we're going to share it with you, and you should share it. And Isaac said something. Well, we have someone that, that put something up. Let me read this to you. I'll be a poll worker free. Who in Arizona is with me? We could have counted our ballots that night at our precinct. That was uh, Don Shell 76. Don Shell, thanks for the the rumble rant. Appreciate it. Um, and this is what came in from Isaac. The military wouldn't hesitate for a second if they were ordered to murder civilians and lock them in concentration camps. I What's that?
2: The military? Yeah. I disagree with that.
1: Well, the military... It has has limited authority on our on our soil so isaac said again how are we supposed to deal with the military we don't the military by the way is sworn to protect this country from enemies foreign and domestic
2: am i right yeah I, th- see that's something i disagree with i think when it comes down to it you know they might they might do what they have to do but when it comes down to pulling that trigger you might have a couple that do it but I think the the military would turn on itself uh for those that would do that and and this is coming from somebody who has gained this out in my head as an active duty marine and uh yeah I, I don't think that the military um that, that's a whole nother level of of and, and and here's the craziest part about that is the military now like I was looking at a picture the other day from the Marine Corps ball of you know like 20 marines that were all in their dress blues and i'm looking at them and i'm like wow as a, as a military member the first thing you do as a military member when you see somebody in a service uniform is you look at their chest to see what their ribbons are and i'm looking at a, a room full of marines 20 30 marines none of them have a combat action ribbon and we're talking sergeants are better none of them have a combat action ribbon and our marines and, and their servicemen are now getting so far away from the combat experience that we got over Operation Enduring and Operation Iraqi Freedom that now you're going to have a bunch of uh, soft servicemen and women that are, have never been in a combat situation, have no idea what to expect, and they're going to get into a situation like that. And they're, I don't think they're going to have the guts to, to do what they are ordered to do, and I don't think they're, they're going to have the, the intelligence and the wherewithal to stand down and refuse that order.
1: Yeah, and, but Isaac has a point, is that is that um, the leaders are corrupt. Look at uh, Mark uh, Milley, and the forces will follow blindly. I just don't believe that. I I spent last weekend, Brian, in a room with combat veterans, with PTSD, that told stories. One of which, by the way, is a man, and his name's Mike. He's an awesome guy. Awesome, awesome, awesome guy. And he goes... I have guilt. He was talking about his PTSD. He was talking about what really is driving him. This is what the organization American Family, um, Mil- American Military Families, right? Uh, AMF, great organization. Helps uh, veterans with PTSD and other issues related to the military to kind of get through those things as they come back and their, their lives seem to fall apart in you know, 20, 30% of the cases. He said, "I was I was on active duty and, 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 and nobody knows who he is. So, I, I mean, it could be any Mike for this moment. I just thought about, like, maybe I'm divulging too much, but I don't think I am. And he said, I murdered two Americans. And then told the story that these two Americans went out on patrol with a, went out on patrol, and the patrol sent them back. The Americans back, like, what are you doing here? Like, they, they woke up, like, what, what, what are you doing here? Get, go back. Go back to the base. So, they went back to the base. Well, there's ROEs. Those Americans should have known when they left there. They should have known when they got there that you don't just descend on a base and just drive through the base. And so they, they fired flares and tried to tell them to, to stop, and they didn't stop. And so he was the one that had to go outside the wire. And he said, if it gets past this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut them down. They won't listen. The flares are coming in. They're trying to get them to listen. They, this is the ignorance of those Americans, by the way, is that they didn't re- they didn't either didn't remember the ROEs in a, in a battle situation where you're in and nobody knows if that's filled with with explosives and they may, he made a decision it was him or it was them and he didn't know that the them was an american so he cut them in half Killed both those americans inside of the inside of the truck and he goes i've been carrying that around for 15 years And it took everyone in that room breaking down and saying, it's not your fault. So I believe that the consciousness of men will prevail. Isaac, I hope that answered your question. And I don't know if you agree with me or not, Brian, but that's what I believe. I do.
2: No, I do. I do.
1: Do we have some stuff that we can show about Virginia real quick before we get into Mexico?
0: I don't know if you sent me anything on Virginia. Bro. Uh,
2: it's, I mean, there, there's some charts in there, but it's kind of difficult to read. Like I said, I'll have this up on the Gateway Pundit probably within probably around 2 or 3 p.m. And as soon as it goes up,
1: um, it'll go up on my Telegram. It'll go up on everything else. So we'll make sure that story on Gateway Pundit is shared. Um, I want to put this up because it's not just Mexico. It's not just Brazil. Um, we They had some massive problems Across the board. By the way, Blake Masters, Kerry Lake, Mark Fincham, and Abe uh, Hamada is—they're all lo- losing. And Abe is losing by seven hundred votes right now. Uh, Mark Fincham's losing by one hundred nineteen thousand. Kerry uh, is losing by nineteen—or excuse me, by seventeen thousand. And uh, Blake Masters, this makes no sense. Is losing by one hundred twenty-four thousand. They just make it up. <laughs> they just make it up. Yeah, so the, the person that voted for Kerry Lake also voted for Mark Kelly, 124,000 of them. And, and look, this isn't math, but they keep telling us that we have to prove that there's fraud. Isn't that right, Brian? Yep. But we don't have to prove there's fraud. You have to prove there wasn't fraud. I don't have to prove that there's fraud. You have to prove that there's not fraud. And when you have a non-transparent election, that's what we should have
2: to prove. Correct. Oh, uh, I—I I tell you what. Pull that screen back up, and look at that number for Carrie Lake, and and the, the famous number that we've heard, which I think is more than that. But the seventeen thousand ballots on on Election Day, in 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 predominantly Republican districts, or you know, uh, vote centers, seventeen thousand votes, and that's that's not even including the people that turned away because the lines were too long. And said screw this whatever and 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 you know a lot of people have been putting this out there i was given this the other night I, I shared it out but there's a process that you're supposed to go through when you have a defective ballot in maricopa county in, in arizona and it includes making a duplicate with witnesses and putting it off to the side and it's 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 not here it's it's not being done that in itself should be grounds for redoing this election And before we move on, today's show is sponsored
0: by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, Loved the company's mission so much, she's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A U G U S T A metals.com a company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.AugustapreciousMetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement.
1: Okay, so I don't know if you just heard this. Um, there's a – did Carry Lake and Blake Masters just dismiss their lawsuit against the Maricopa County?
2: I don't know, but I'm watching the Board of Supervisors meeting in the background. How's that going? Uh, they're still in public comment.
1: Prior, uh, prior. I don't understand what's going on here. There, I guess that they have asked for a dismissal. Let me see here. Let me see if we can find this real quick. I don't see, I'm not seeing it, Don, so if you're, you know you're listening because you just sent me a text message on it. Um, send me the info. All right, so I appreciate the, the heads up, but I need you to send me the information on that. Um, I wanna walk through a couple places that are having the same problems. I want you to know that in Berlin, they use election systems that use the same, the same structure that we have in the United States. Same code. Same code. Let me let me correct that. Same code, and they'll say, "Oh no, it's not." Oh, show me this. Show me the source code on both <laughs> sides. Show me the source code because if you show me the source code, I'll show you where the root kid is. I will show you where the fraud is. I will show you where it interconnects to a SQL database to the side. I will I will break it down for you. You give me and my team. You give me six hours. I can bring as many people as I want, get source code. I'll sign an NDA that I won't steal your source code. And I'll find it. But in Berlin, the court ordered a rerun of the chaotic 2021 state election because of severe election day glitches at many polling stations. How about this? The Constitutional Court of Berlin, one of three German cities that is also a state in its own right, declared the original vote invalid. It said the statement in a partial rerun would be enough in view of a large number and severity of election errors. That follows complaints of several political parties and government entities over the September 26, 2021 vote for the state legislature. Those complaining include Berlin's Election Authority, the far-right Alternative for Germany party, and a uh, satirical political party, the party. Berlin held four votes on the same day last year, the state election, an election for the city's twelve district assemblies, and German national elections and a local referendum. The Berlin Marathon also held the same day, adding to logistical difficulties. Long lines formed outside many polling stations as voters struggled with extra paper or excuse me, ballot papers. Some polling stations ran out of paper ballots, ballot papers during the day, and others received ones for the wrong district, leading to a large number of invalidated ballots. Sounds familiar. Well, it gets in; it gets more. Then it goes into how the votes were counted. Now, this was this was the glitches that they say were in paper, but it wasn't. That was Berlin. Now, I want to get to what's happening here for a minute because,
0: yeah, real quick uh remember they did the same thing on socials here so back in september uh youtube was yeah, doing of, the exact same thing that you know tech companies here were doing and specifically uh were uh you know refusing to allow people to publish content talking about election integrity uh for past us elections down there at the bottom and the 2021 german federal election how convenient and, it, and now yeah
2: go ahead, They've go ahead. Added- an election to that too, by the way. That list, they added Brazil to it now. Are you serious? Yeah, you can't talk about the election in Brazil on YouTube.
1: So, so you can't talk... Listen to me. You can't talk <laughs> about an election that was stolen. They know it was stolen. The guy Lula literally was in jail. In jail. Corruption. For corruption. And now you have a system where you have a popular, very popular ethical president in Brazil that is getting ousted... And the military is stepping in and looking at it saying, we we can't tell. We can't tell if there's election fraud. We have to get to the source code. Oh, we're not going to let you see the source code. Uh, Isn't this familiar? The process should be simple. I don't have to convince you that you committed fraud. You have to convince me you didn't commit fraud.
2: That's how important it is, right, Brian? Absolutely. 100%. Burden of proof is, is on them entirely this should be completely and totally transparent. There should never be any secret involved with how we elect our officials, period. You guys can have contracts, you know, we're... Look, if, if Dominion puts their source code out there and we can validate it and we can ensure that it's it's running true and tr- fair, I have zero issue giving them a contract to that, that is not, you know, a non-compete. You know, if they have 45%, whatever it is of the elections and they're gonna be 100% transparent with their process, I have no, and then at that point, your IP becomes irrelevant, right? Because nobody's going to be, nobody can compete with you. You, you, you do what you do and, and you get to do it as long as you're transparent, but we can't even get to that point. All
1: right. The Liberty line says Gab does not censor this Gab group. I'll make Apollo and Joe admins. I do not grift. I will sign paperwork if I need be. Yeah. So we, we, we actually trust Patriots, by the way, I want you to know that. And then uh, the uh, Rumble ran for, five, for, for uh, you have been inundated. Uh, here's to the AZ Patriots. Thank you. That will go to the Patriots, by the way. We are going to set up a, uh, a Arizona plan fundraise. We are going to get people to there. And, we're, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we'll be transparent on what we raise and who gets it. Who gets the money? It won't be me. And it's the same thing that we did. We raised how much money? Apollo, like $1.4 million of $2 million on the on the, What's <laughs> the ranch. Yeah, Brian, did, did you ever hear about this? No. They, there was people coming across the border on this land down in Texas, a ranch. It's, uh, what was it, 800 acres, I think? Something like that. Yeah. And uh, so we said, let's buy it. We'll have a Patriot ranch, a 1776 ranch. And I go, who's with me? People were like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I set up a deal, set a unit at $1,776. $1,776. We raised in, what was it, two weeks? Yeah, little, <laughs> yeah, just a little over two weeks. Two weeks, we raised $1.4 million. Wow. Got down to the end the wire, and some of you listening know all about this. You, you, were, you were involved in this. Raised $1.4 million, got down to the signing of the paperwork, and it said that there was anthrax, It had a, you know, the, the red triangle on the property for anthrax. And I was like, what? And the realtor, the realtor on their side is like, oh, that's not a big deal. So I started researching it. And, and there's this triangle of area that's really bad for naturally occurring anthrax. All the animals die. It's really bad, right? So I did the research. I call him up. Gammy Sparkles is actually the one that found it on the deal. And she goes, Joe, Gammy, I know you're on here somewhere. You, you can, you can, uh, she's a realtor out of Colorado. She sent me a packet of information says you can't buy that property at the $2 million. And I was going to get a bunch of my friends to go in for the rest of it. We were going to build this Patriot ranch and have basically a Patriot Palooza down in Texas that we could all use. We could go down there, have week on week off where people could be there and protect that part of the border. It was nearly two miles of, of, you know, about 30 miles off the border, but this is where they all come through because of the train tracks and near Uvalde, right? And uh, so I called him up and I was like, look, I'll give you, what, what did I say? Uh, it's worth a million dollars. We'll give you a million dollars. Now, we had 1.4, so I'd, I told everyone, look, I'm going to make an offer to him that I think is reasonable, but we'll never resell it for $2 million, right? Right. And uh, so they balked it. It's still for sale. And we'd, <laughs> still, we'd probably still do the million dollars, but uh, we gave back all the money to everyone, that gave the money. We're like, hey, we have to send you back your money. We sent everybody back their money. And we said, look, we'll live to see another day. This isn't the right deal. And I'm not holding on to your money, right? I'm not gonna sit here and hold on to your money. And some people at the time just needed the 1776. They, they put the money in. People put in money that they didn't have to support this, right? So the, the same thing can be said for what we're doing here in Arizona. We wanna make sure that we're good stewards of that money. That money is not gonna go for, for me. It's not gonna go for Brian. It's not gonna go for Apollo. We're gonna get people to work the problem inside of Arizona and we're gonna raise money for those people that do this. And whether we give somebody $200, we'll keep a ledger. And if you give money, you'll get access to the ledger of this is the groups that the money went to um, so that everyone can have access to it. We are going to make sure that we support the effort. And you could say, well, I'm gonna give money to these candidates. Here's what I'm not doing. I'm not giving a freaking dollar to a candidate that two days after the election two days after the election with variations and problems everywhere and systems not working concedes. I'm not, I'm out. You, you fight for what you're squish. You fight and then you concede. Are you serious? Now we don't concede. We don't concede to fraud. So unlike them, I'm not giving up, but I'm not going to finance the whole thing on my own. It's we, the people We're going to Arizona. We built the plan. I brought people in from all over the nation. We did that. We came up with a plan collectively with the people of Arizona, said this is what we want to do, and we said we will bless that. I will give up my effort. I'm flying there on Saturday. I will be in Arizona on Saturday, ready. I will meet with the Patriot groups, and we will decide, and it might happen before Thanksgiving, Brian. It's a good chance it will happen before Thanksgiving.
2: Well, if it's after, I'll be there.
1: But we are going to get to the place. We are going to get to the place where we support this. And if you support it, great. Otherwise, stop talking about it. And don't tell me that I got to have hopium and I got to wait for a court. And I got to wait for some candidate to be my savior. No. If you want to make America great again, you are going to have to make America great. You.
2: That's such a good point. Wow. Wow. So powerful. Everybody wants make America great again, and they want to put it all on Trump and the candidates. And in reality, guys, it's up to you. It's up to you. 100%. I, I,
0: I'll shoulder to shoulder with you. I mean, he even he entered to the uh, yesterday at his Mar-a-Lago speech. He walked into the Les Mis theme again. It's like the second or third time he's done that. For those of you who don't know, it's a musical about French Revolution. It's literally a revolution of people rising up against the government
1: show show the mexico protests this is today yesterday excuse me this is yesterday
0: big,
2: big.
1: That's Mexico. That's Mexico. That's our partner to the South, by the way, that doesn't have the ability to have guns. Where cartels mow people down in the streets for speaking up. Where entire towns are victimized and you have to get a job either selling fentanyl or working for the police under the cartels. A very violent environment. And they recognize that they are institutional slaves.
0: Here's what it looks like in Brazil. This was uh Richard Abelson put this up uh, on Gateway. But 3 million
2: people yeah, and another this. Half-
1: Put that play that video.
0: Uh, it's down here. That's a I think it's image. a picture. Yeah. yeah. There
1: you go. This is in Brazil, everyone. This is in Brazil.
2: Scroll up a little bit.
0: Look at that. Okay,
1: can Massive I, protest. Can I tell you guys something? That And everyone that's listening, and everyone that is gonna listen, and if you're gonna fall off of Frank's speech, or excuse me, if you're on Frank's speech and you fell off, just make sure you make your way over here to the other uh, um, areas. These people are not leaving Brazil. They are actually setting up tents. They are living right there. They're not leaving. They're not leaving. There is a media blackout about what's happening in Brazil. There's a media blackout about what's happening in Mexico. There's a media blackout about what happened in Germany. There's a media blackout about what's happening in New Zealand and in Australia. Guys, you think that they're not actually rising up across the world. They are. Across the world, they are rising up what does that tell you it just takes one video to show us the power of the people and they don't want you to have power not not power to start your own business just power to be free the simplicity of it to get truth um if we can play this really quick i know we're, we're close to being out of time if we could play the uh cut for trump enters this is to to, um, <laughs> th- this is unbelievable. Uh, uh, okay, oh, let's find
0: the, the second one. Um, so here, I'll play this one first. This was, he originally did this, uh, I think this was before his last election. I'm trying to download the other one that he just did last night. Um, but here,
1: here's the I song.
0: And so this is from Les Mis. The other one uh, is from that. That was not from last night. The other one from last night. It's. Uh, I'm having problems pulling it because I'm finding it on Instagram. Uh, but it's the same. It's a theme song from Les Mis, which is again about revolution. The entire show. It's a very, very famous uh, musical written about a very famous book.
1: Um. Yeah. I want. I want you to. I want you guys to understand, Brian, you know this, that the fraud that we found in in that you've been working on in Dallas, that you've been working on in Georgia, in Virginia, Colorado is the is the bedrock of the fraud with Dominion voting systems. All of that fraud that we're seeing happen, which I believe that mail-in ballots are the are the thing that causes it. A majority of it. Not all of it. But it causes you to have even if they don't use mail-in ballots, they just use fraudulent ballots that they manufacture in the machines. The mail-in ballots can back it up because they could just print them, put them in there like they did in Arizona, right? All the ballot boxes were open. We don't look at the at the reasoning behind that. They just they, And everyone just kind of closed, glazed over it. But well, that was a big deal in Maricopa. None of those ballot boxes during that audit were sealed and secured. Am I right?
2: Correct. Well, some of them were, but most of them were not except for the
1: ones that were set aside for the audit those are the only boxes other than that all the other ones were open and and you'd have 10 precincts or 30 precincts in one box that's not possible is it yeah
0: yeah and i can actually i can play it's only a few seconds but i can play the one from last night gateway has one up too if you would like see you you ready oh yeah i didn't i didn't realize if my mic was on i don't know if you he could hear me
1: yeah i could hear you we're just waiting for you here go.
0: gentlemen please welcome the next same thing he enters to it and-, and i was disappointed by some of the things that he said or didn't say but i mean that in and of itself i mean i feel like he's telling us right in her face go to work you know go to work my fellow americans get off your ass well Whoops. sorry
1: yeah and and this is this is the problem that i have brian is that we want somebody else to save us
2: it's tough people don't want to get dirty some people are going to get dirty.
1: Um, so it says, but the French Revolution was driven by commies. Why would Trump use such a theme song? I think that's the point is that it led to a revolution. I think he's looking at the underpinnings of the song itself. Oh, You know, we we're, we're in a difficult time, but really not a difficult time. This is the best time to be alive in the history of humanity. I wouldn't trade it. I probably would. I, pro- I probably would to go back to be there when Jesus was walking the earth, right? Just so I could have a conversation with him about courage. How much courage did it take to walk up a hill, you know, two miles to your death, knowing you're going to die while people are spitting on you and flogging you, knowing that you're the man of God,
2: I mean, yeah, that would, it's probably the only time that would go back to if you gave me the opportunity. I think this is a, a an opportunity that that is going to shape uh, our nation for for years to come, and it's going to be up to us whether that is going to uh, fall into the Marxist communist regime that we're that we're up against, or if we're going to continue on with the you know the 1776 esque uh, tone that the country uh, was founded on. Um, so I'd rather be in this right now. I mean, I would like to go back and and, and get inspired, uh, inspiration from Jesus, but, but right now is where I wanna be alive. I feel like we have a purpose right here, right now.
1: No question. And uh, Brian, I, I wanna reiterate this because I tell people to go check you out in different areas. You do have, you go, you do go live. Yes. Several times a week. Yep. Right, so what are those, do you have set times?
2: Yeah, so I I do uh, Monday, uh, excuse me, Wednesday nights and Friday nights. I do a nine PM podcast, uh, and then I usually do like a daily recap show every day, like around two PM. Uh, on Wednesdays, it's usually a little delayed because of uh, because of you know the appearance here, um, and then I do a show on Thursday night on Badlands Media as well as Tuesday afternoon on Badlands Media. So I'm all over the place, yeah, but I that- always post. If you follow me on Locals CanCon I always tweet out when I'm about to go live or not tweet out, but I post out when I'm about to go live. So if you follow me at locals, you'll always get an email that I'm about to go live.
1: So cancon dot C A N N C O N dot locals.com. Um, we, yep. we were going to go on locals. We will probably be on there this week, right? Are we going to be on there this week?
0: Yeah. We just got to figure out how we want to split things up.
1: Just call. Go, that's one of the things that Brian can help us with. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying, go
2: on locals, go on locals.
1: Like, all right, we're it's on everywhere good else, but locals. It's It's not owned by any commies, right?
2: No, it was. uh, It was previously owned by Dave Rubin, and now um, Rumble Rumble bought it last year. Now Rumble owns it, right? All
1: right. Well, we are out of time. I I did want to break down the stuff about President Trump and his speech, but uh, I know that there was a lot of people that were very disappointed, and it just felt like it just didn't feel. It didn't. It wasn't inspiring, and and look, I am I'm, I'm one of the people that thought I was going to get more out of it. So, I love President Trump. I'm I, like I said, I'm loyal to the very end. But I'll also tell you that it's really tough to deliver something great every single time. You, you know, this one was just one of those things where I just wish. And first of all, I wish that Desantis and him would set aside their differences. Um, and two. Um, you know and and i'm not him so i mean obviously there's there's got to be a method to the madness but at the other at the at the same time i think that what came out of it last night because i put this up is that i'm i'm okay i'm gonna go take a minute and just kind of so i can get back in the fight and just decide that it's not it's not him i was what was i waiting for i was doing the same thing everybody else is. i was waiting for him to ride in on a big white horse <laughs> Realizing that I keep telling people, and I keep acting as if there is no big white horse. That's why Arizona is so important.
2: Amen. I think I think he had to do that speech last night. He had to get out in front of the uh, the fodder that's coming out about DeSantis being the new future of the party. And and you know he was very clear in his speech. He said uh, we need all the patriots. To get behind this 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 campaign and get behind this movement and he was speaking to desantis i think when he said that he was telling him you're either with me or you're against me at least throughout the primary i do you know if you, if you go back and look at 2016 uh with ted cruz and marco rubio where he was bashing on those two all the time little marco and i don't I I remember what he said about ted cruz but um you know they i mean they're friends now i mean trump was down in miami uh, campaigning for Rubio on November 6th and, uh, him and Ted Cruz, you know, they work hand in hand. I don't agree with either one of those two gentlemen, but, um, once the primary is over, I think DeSantis and Trump, even if DeSantis does run against him, I mean, they bury that hatchet right away.
1: No, I agree. I agree. And I think that they should, but I I just wish it was, uh, I just wish it was, I, I wish it was something that we could look at and go, all right, this makes perfect sense. And, and that you could kind of weed your way through it. It just can't. It just seems to be, I mean, DeSantis has definitely put his money where his mouth was. Trump put his money where his mouth was, right? They both have worked really hard to protect the people, one in Arizona, or excuse me, one in Florida and one across the country. So I find it difficult to, to uh, push them all out, any, either one of them out and take sides. I just won't.
2: Well, that's I would love to see DeSantis not run at all.
1: I, and and you know he's doing such a great job for for Florida actually what I would like to see is a Trump DeSantis race I'll take oh.
2: It.
1: oh no why
2: oh no, man vice president's a nominal it's a notional it's a notional role you don't have any authority or power keep DeSantis down here you know a lot of people said the same thing about Lake now if, if Kerry Lake does end up not nothing ends up happening in Arizona then that might be a good ticket Trump Lake but Uh, no, don't, don't, don't pull DeSantis from Florida just to be a vice president. There's, there's no power in the vice presidency. He has, DeSantis has way more influence as the governor of Florida and and, than he does as the vice president.
1: All right. You guys need to see this. Um, we're, we're going to do this before we put this out there. Here's a notice of dismissal, voluntary dismissal. Jeez, this is crazy. Um, the, the, and it was the 15th, so I don't know, I don't know if this is, um, what this is. Go ahead and put that up if you would. We're gonna be looking at it in real time. It's on my phone, Apollo, I just put it in the thing. It's a notice of dismissal on the docket, and it's Republican Committee, uh, Blake Masters for Senate, Kerry Lake for Arizona, political committee and uh, against Stephen Richer in his capacity Maricopa County recorder and Jack Sellers, Thomas Galvin, Bill Gates, Clinton Hickman, and Steve Gallardo uh, compact these members and members of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors pursuant to Arizona Rule of Civil Procedure. The plaintiffs dismiss this action without prejudice. I'm, I'm not sure I understand. Do you?
2: Nope. Not at all. Without prejudice? Yeah. That makes which no mean, sense which
1: means they cannot refile it right so well, I, I need to dig more into this and what what's even more worrisome is that it was yesterday that that happened so why would that be Jeez. Oh, all right well no idea no idea all right you got the prayer today Apollo And remember, our partner lost his mom uh, early this morning at 6 a.m. So just remember, Josh, if you would.
0: Father God, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to pray to you today. But I know that's exactly the reason that I should and that I have to. So first, I do want to I want to pray for our good friend who just lost someone very close to them. Just welcome Josh's mother home and bless his family with peace. And I just want you to just harden our our minds, Lord. We are constantly battling all of these ideas, this gaslighting, these letdowns. And the mainstream media keeps wanting to send this message that we are told to adopt, that the walls are closing in, that we just have to shut up, and we won't do that. So I just ask that everyone here, that we see the people all over the world who are actually standing up, that we see these people who are suffering, that we see the urgency for us to do anything, that we recognize the apathy The sloth, the sins that we have continued to commit every day as we have stood by and watched this. I just ask that you fill our hearts and give us the understanding that we have failed and all we need to do to succeed is to follow the plan that you've put in front of us. We need to stand with the people of Arizona. I pray a a hedge of protection over all these people, over those in Arizona, those in every state in this nation right now, who are watching as they're stolen from once again, who are watching as they're once again told that they don't matter, but they should lie to themselves and tell them, tell themselves and their neighbors that, that they should, that everything's fine, that this is how it's supposed to work. We know that this is not how it's supposed to work. We know that this is not the law that you have laid down for us, we know that this is not in accordance with your will. So we, want, I, I want to thank you, Lord, for our audience, for all the the amazing men and women that we were blessed enough to have and meet with and and plan with this weekend. Over the last several days, people like Brian, people who are who are just refusing to sit down. To refuse to lie to themselves. Let us do the hard work. We've failed to do the hard work. We've failed to be invested. We've failed to to be honest with ourselves. We've failed to face the truth for far too long. And now we are suffering, and it's our it's our responsibility now. You've given us everything that we need. You've given us gifts and blessings and and amazing intellect and insight and connection and opportunity and we haven't given back to you we haven't done what you've put in front of us to show our gratitude for that and to use it so I ask for forgiveness for all of us Lord and I just ask that you you give us the work to do and I ask that all of us can peacefully come together and and just put an end to this nightmare. We We are in such a beautiful, blessed land. And I make a vow to you that I'm going to move forward and I'm going to do everything that I can to honor that blessing. And I will bring everybody with me. If they're on their knees, if they've stumbled, if they've fallen, if they're hopeless, I will raise them up. I will shoulder them on my back if I must. And I pray that all of us can come together and do that for this nation. That we stop waiting for Trump and we start looking to you for the inspiration and the, and the guidance to do what we need to do as the American people, to take care of our country and our people. I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey Brian, send me your send me that uh, article as soon as you uh, get it. I think you're connected on Ooh. Telegram, so you can post yourself on my. You can post. You can pay, post on my Telegram too. I think oh, you're an admin. I'll, I'll do that then afterwards. Right. Awesome. God bless you, gentlemen. I'll see you guys
2: tonight at four. All right, gentlemen. Have a good one. Right, you too.
1: See
0: you, Brian. I've got one thing I got to put up. So first of all, fax blast today. Make sure you send it. It's again. It's the letter that the people of Arizona are asking. Very, very simple. Special master assigned to oversee the elections because everything that they've done so far is disgusting. New election on December 6th. In-person, paper ballots, ID required, precinct-level ballots uh, counted, transported, sealed by the sheriff to a secure location. Transparency. It's not complicated. Letter to Congress articulates that. And since Monday, it states, Arizona citizens have been blasting a demand letter to state and federal legislators, demanding an agreement to a new election by close of business Thursday, November 17th. That's tomorrow. Time is ticking.
1: (laughs) Tick-tock, tick-tock. Hey, listen, I'm also, uh, for those of you that, I I think that I'm gonna be on somebody else's show. um, Um, I'll tell you who it is a little later, so pay attention to, to uh, truth. If you're not following us on Truth, please go over to Truth and follow us. That's where I'm going to start hanging my hat most of the time. Um, until then, God bless you. We'll see you guys at 4 o'clock. And we'll see you in Arizona on Saturday.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily podcast we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative daily.com on Rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible,